Well, a happy Monday evening. Howdy. Good to have everybody back. Yeah. Good to have you back. Yeah, it's absolutely good to be back in the house. The last time we did this was Ice Mageddon. Right? It was Ice Mageddon. Yep. So you were about two miles that way. As the crow flies. And yep. I was here. And it's good to reach out and, yeah. and touch you. Good to see you, brother. All right. Uh, thank y'all for joining us on a Monday evening after all the Super Bowl hubbub is over with <laughs> and we got that mess behind uh, us and yeah. now we can just settle in here in your living rooms or in your office, wherever you're watching, and just have a good old time talking about all things Southern Gospel. I'm ready. Episode five Episode. of the Southern Gospel Spin. Episode five. Yeah, can't believe they put up with us this long, but here we are. Y'all, thank you so much for joining us. Can I do just a little bit of shout-outs here? Thank you. I appreciate that permission. Um, but we have uh, a few things we want to go over, a little business. First of all, I uh, want to remind you that you can help support us if y'all go shop at bensoap.com. Bend Soap. It sounds like I'm saying Ben, like gentle Ben, but it's bendsoap.com. If you go shop with them and use coupon code SBM Studios. That would help us out a little bit and get you some awesome natural products. And also our friends at MyPillow.com, if you go shop with them and they have pillows and all sort of nice things, American made and a patriotic company we'd like to support. If you use SBM Studios as a coupon code, they will give you a discount and give us a little love. And we had a last minute sponsor. Hey. texted me or messaged me or whatever the right way to say that is. And uh, we appreciate uh, Miss Julia Weeks for sponsoring tonight's episode. We thank you so much, Miss yeah. Julia. Julia Weeks for sponsoring the episode. She is uh, from Georgia, I saw, which yeah. is where our guest is from also. Absolutely. I don't know if that had yeah. anything to do with that or may not. Have, but may have. Uh, we thank you, Miss Julia. A yeah. couple of other quick items before we bring our guest in. I uh, want y'all to know that uh, we would love for y'all to uh, look at sgma.org, uh, support the Southern Gospel Music Association, and uh, you can become a member for 20 bucks or make a donation online, and that helps preserve the museum in Pigeon Forge and also helps curate the museum and uh, goes toward the plaques for the Hall of Fame members. And if you become a member, you can vote yearly on who you would like to see enshrined. And also, we want to give a shout out to the National Quartet Convention. You got the spring break coming up April 11th through the 12th, coming up at the LeConte Center in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, an awesome lineup. So remember, NQC spring break, April 11th through 12th. And then the granddaddy of them all, the National Quartet Convention, uh, is going on September 22nd through the 28th at the LeConte Center in Pigeon Forge, and it is a week long of the best lineup of Southern Gospel music you'll ever see. So uh, y'all keep those dates in mind. And uh, I tell you, Jason, I've been looking forward. We have talked about having this young man on for a while. We have. We, we have. have. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about who we got coming on and bring him on? Sure, absolutely. Well, you know, uh, back last week, um, the young'uns on the Southern Gospel Forward yes. had a bass singer, yes, Brady Jones yes. from the Kings. Absolutely. Yes. So we said, we're going to go out and find us a bass singer. So we did and did the best we could with what we had to, yeah. to go with. Short time, and, short, short yeah. notice. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, this guy, I, I have known him for several years and uh, he's a friend 
of mine. And um, I'm just thrilled that he took time to be with us tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, would you make welcome to the Southern Gospel Spin, Mr. Jeff Chapman. Hey, hey. Hey, Jeff. Hey, guys. What's going on? How are you, my friend? I'm doing just fine. Uh, just getting ready to go on the road uh, coming up this week. Uh, Gold City's got our West Coast tour. We're doing, uh, it starts uh, uh, Friday in Texas. and Okay. In Spokane, Washington on the 1st, I believe. So, Good deal. Have you recovered from the cruise? Yeah, a little bit there. Uh, <laughs> able to enjoy some great times with some great friends. That's it's basically like the the, the fanfare on on sea, you know, because you get to see a lot of a lot of uh, friends that that uh, that come to see you, and you get to see other groups and everything. But well, I'd say it's probably it's probably NQC on the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's always a fun time. I know I've I've been lucky enough to make a couple of those um, over the years, and and looking forward to hopefully being on one um, possibly next year. But we'll see. Um, Better go ahead and get it booked. I'm telling you, last year it it oversold. Uh, so wow. we had they had to do a lot of uh, changing of like the gospel singers had to had to get um, you know put more to a room and stuff like that and. And uh, that's the way they ended up having to do it. So other wow. people, other rooms that they normally give us. So it wow. over, uh, it's going to be a good one next year. Uh, going to the same place, uh, Grand Turk, I believe it is. And uh, it's, it was beautiful, beautiful. Good deal. Well, Jeff, I, Scott and I both just appreciate you and, and, um, and taking just a little bit of your Monday night um because it's later where you are obviously and um uh, but we appreciate you taking some time and football on so you didn't just you didn't disrupt anything <laughs> <laughs> um but kind of how we like to start these things off is is just um let's pretend like there's somebody watching somebody listening that's never heard of jeff chapman i can't imagine that but <laughs> if they've never heard of jeff chapman before just Give us a little bit of background of yourself, Jeff. Tell us a little bit about you, and and um, we'll go from there. Uh, well, I was uh, uh, I was born and raised in Brunswick, Georgia, and uh, that's down part of the Golden Isles down there off of I ninety five. You know, if you you pass Savannah and head on south a little bit before you get to Jacksonville, you'll see Brunswick. You can usually smell it before you get there because <laughs> you know. And it's amazing. You start getting in that area and start looking at each other in the car going, you know, <laughs> 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 hey, that was, that was the fault, man. But uh, That's funny. now I grew up down there. Uh, some of the best seafood you ever had in your life. Uh, my daddy, Carlos Chapman, uh, was married to Sarah Chapman. And uh, my daddy was a pastor uh, for a good bit of my young life. And, uh, and, why he was doing that when when i was born they had a gospel group called the singing chapman family and my daddy was the bass singer and um and my uncle eldon was the uh second tenor uh my aunt elsie may was the alto and my mother was the soprano and um and all my uncles and several uncles i had parts in the band and everything from drums and bass to the piano and uh and rhythm guitar guitar and everything so they traveled a lot of the, the Southern circuit down there in Georgia and Florida and in South Carolina, you know, in uh, Alabama. 
and they just did that whole area. I mean, when I mean, shoot, man, when I was even before I was born, I was on stage. So I just it's like I was born into it, you know. Uh, but I, I grew up. Uh, my daddy, after I think I was probably about seven or eight years old, the Chapman family came off the road and uh, and quit traveling because the uh, several of the the uncles and everything were preachers or deacons or something like that in their local church. So, uh, so they had to spend more time doing that. And so they decided to, to quit traveling and singing, but, uh, my mama didn't stop. Uh, my mama, she had all of us singing when we were kids. My sister, uh, she's the oldest. She, my sister can play literally anything that you set in front of her. She's that talented. She's, um, she sent me a video of this little girl playing the piano and the girl's only probably like five or six years old. And she just, her little fingers were just, and I, she said, who's this remind you? I said, you, <laughs> I said, it reminds me of you. You can sit down and listen to anything and play it. You know, uh, she's really good at the piano, really good at guitar. Um, but she taught me how to play the banjo and she didn't know how to play the banjo, but she could find the chords. I mean, she just, she just has that ability. And then there's my brother, Greg, he, he played rhythm guitar and uh, bass guitar. And uh, I grew up playing drums. I played drums for the Chapman family there for a little bit uh, before they broke up. And I was only like six or seven years old. So I was a decent drummer back then. And uh, so I grew up that way and we grew up every, I mean, we didn't have a TV in the house most of the time. So we listened to this old, do y'all remember the old stereos that look like a fireplace? Yes. Too young for this. Well, anyway, it looked like a fireplace and you'd open the top and there was a record player and the yes. record next to it, an eight track and everything. And um, we listened to gospel music probably 24 seven. And <laughs> that was the way it was. We sang a lot, sang in church. We sang at different churches together. And, and so I knew at an early age, that was something that's going to be a part of my life was singing Southern gospel music. And, um, um, when I think the third grade, my parents put us in Christian school, which in Christian school down there, they, it's Southern gospel all the time, you know? So we sung that in choir and the ensembles and solos and stuff. And so I grew up in Christian school. Um, I started traveling a little bit at part-time with my family there. We do a little bit of dates here and there. And then when I was about 14 or 15, uh, some of the guys in my church, uh, Tommy Young, my brother, Greg, a guy named, uh, Danny and, um, and myself. And we started a little quartet. My sister was playing piano for us and, um, we sung a lot in church and everything. They had a radio station down there. So we were featured, you know, every Sunday morning or something like that, you know? And, uh, so I just grew up under this whole thing. And, and when I was 17 years old, a group called the Bob Wills family uh, took me under their wing and Bob Wills just kind of, and now you've heard of the inspirationals of Texas. Yes. Well, it used to be Bob Wills and the inspirationals back in the fifties and sixties. And they sung around two mics or one mic, just like, you know, the Blackwoods and Statesman. And uh, so I started traveling with them when I was 17 years old, um, had to do a lot of schoolwork on the bus, you know, and, mm -hmm or at least I tried my best, you know, to get it done. 
started traveling with them and that lasted probably eight or nine months and they were gone a lot and uh, I couldn't, I missed my family. I mean, I was just a kid, you know, seven years old when I first started traveling and I loved it, but I just missed my family so much. And, uh, and I ended up leaving them and, um, and I went back home for probably about, um, a year and a half, uh, and got a call from uh, Lou Hildreth. Um, she was actually Bob Wills' sister. And um, so the sound out of Houston, Texas was needing a bass singer. And uh, back then, uh, Mike Presnell was singing bass for them. So I mm-hmm. took place. So it was me and Scott Fowler, Frank Siemens, and a guy named Craig Hodges at the time. And then a wow. guy took his Great place. Group. Yeah, it was a really good group. Uh, mm-hmm. My, listen to this. I was, before I started traveling with the sound, let me throw this in there. That summer I was 19 years old and I was 18 and I went and saw the cathedrals in Jacksonville at a church there and it was packed. And that was during the, I just started living album. And, uh, I sit there and squalled like a baby during the whole service. (laughs) And what I didn't understand what is it was the Holy ghost convicting me. (laughs) And I'd sit there. I'd, couldn't figure out what I just started living was about. Yeah. That is fantastic, brother. I kind of felt like I was put on a shelf. You know, I was like, well, I'm not singing like I want to do. I'm a good bass singer. Why ain't I singing with somebody? <laughs> and uh, that summer, we went and heard the cathedrals. Yeah. And that night, I went down to the altar and George Johns was there, so he came down and prayed with me. Wow. And I cried like a baby on his shoulder. I said, uh, I said, I feel like God's got me on a shelf, you know, and uh, I don't understand what's going on. Maybe something needs to be done first. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm a good bass singer. <laughs> Or John said, you know, hey, what, son? He said, I have a feeling I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. And he prayed with me. And I kind of went out, went to the, the lobby and was looking out at the bus. And, and at the time, I thought I was going to be getting married to this young lady named Kim. I thought she was the one. And she came up to me and she said, you okay? I said, yeah. I said, I was looking out at their bus, that green eagle. <laughs> I said, saw what they were doing tonight. She said, yeah. I said, I'm going to do that for the rest of them. And uh, she ended mm-hmm. up breaking up with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I just became 19 years old. So this was in the month of July. And on a Sunday night, I was working at public supermarket down there in, in Fernandina beach, Florida. And, uh, and, uh, that on a Sunday night, uh, I, I was got off of work and uh, I was in management. So I, I had on dress shirt and a tie and dress slacks and shoes, you know, and, uh, hair was all done nice, you know? So I said, I'm, I'm just going to go to church. Even though I was tired, I'd worked all day. And, um, so I got off work. I said, well, I'm just going to stop at church. And 
normally I'd go on home. And uh, so that night I stopped and went and sat between uh, two friends of mine. And I said, what's going on? He said, they just, a bunch of young people are back from the youth camp they just came from in a teen camp. And uh, I said, wow, cool. And they're giving their testimonies. There was no singing going on, no preaching. Just 30 or 40 young people just coming up to the light, I mean, to the microphone and telling what the Lord had done for them. They had revival breakout the week before. I'm talking kids were shouting, praising the Lord, getting saved, getting mm -hmm. called in the ministry. Uh, matter of fact, one of the young men that was there that night that gave his testimony talking about the Lord called him to preach. I was like, wow, well, he's still the pastor of that church now, that young mm -hmm. man. That night that I got saved, because I realized that night, um, my best friend walked up to the mic, and his name was Philip Walser. He walked up to the mic, and he said he could hardly even talk because he was crying so much. And I uh, was telling about how the Lord has saved his soul. And uh, that gripped my heart. I said, uh, if Philip's lost, then I'm lost. Yeah. That's when God showed me that I was lost. Mm, wow. And I'll never forget it. I, I tried to close my eyes. Tried, you know what I'm talking about. When, you, when the Lord's convicting you, you know you need to go down and get things right with God, but you want him to do other things. Yourself is a mm -hmm. battle, you know. And, uh, I put my head down and all I could see was me standing on a diving board about to jump off into hell. That's all I saw. So I ran down and got to down there and I started praying. I said, Lord, if you can save an old sinner like me, please do so. Save me. And uh, it was like uh, a 50 pound weight being lifted off of me. You don't forget that. Absolutely. Never. And uh, that forever changed my life. Um, Amen. And uh, then I knew the reason why I was on a shelf, even though I, I had the ability to sing. I honestly thought God called me to sing before he saved me, you know. And uh, so I, I went on and about six months later, I got a phone call from Lou Hildred, and uh, she was wanting to, <clears throat> she was wanting to uh, see if I'd be interested in singing with the sound, and I joined them. Mark, uh, Mike Presnell was leaving the group, and was him and Danny Funderburg, and then was starting Perfect Heart. And, uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, so I, I kind of, I joined them. I went and tried out, and and Scott Fowler, Frank Siemens was part of that group and a guy named Craig Hodges, good friend of mine. That was a really good quartet back then. We had a guy named Steve Woods playing piano and uh, Donnie, can't remember his last name, but he was playing bass. We didn't have a drummer, but it was a really good group. And while the very next week we went on the, the Jubilee at sea, not the singing at sea, but the Jubilee at sea. And that's where I met Terry Carter of the Anchorman. And uh, he heard me sing and fell in love with my voice. I met him and Bonnie English and uh, David Walker 
all those guys with the anchorman back then. And uh, I stayed with the sound till, let me see, I believe it was October and November of that year. And, um, and, but I ended up leaving that group when Scott Fowler left to go to join to, to join the cathedrals. And, um, so, you know, that's, that's the way that went, but let me go back to George Johnson real quick. Two weeks after the cruise, we did four concerts in a row with the cathedrals. And the very first night I went up to George, I said, George, do you remember me? He said, Jacksonville, Florida. I said, yeah, I'm Jeff. Jack. <laughs> oh, goodness. He said, who are you? I said, I'm with the sound. We're singing with you guys tonight. He was like, oh, my goodness. And I stood there and told him about getting saved. He almost shouted everywhere, buddy. He was so glad about that. And and God just put, I was, it was six months after that, I was singing with the cathedrals as I saw him on stage, you know. And uh, wow. Ernie said, oh, no, Kirk Young was with him then. Ernie Hoss, I'm Ernie. Ernie Hoss had not gone with him yet. Um, so um, that was awesome, you know, and then I sung with the sound for a little while and then I met the anchorman. And then when I left the, the sound, uh, Terry Carter calls me after I'd been at home for a month and was asking if I'd be interested in singing bass for the anchorman. And that's where it all really kicked off, you know, and I joined anchorman uh, that year and stayed with them till 2000 june of 2000 then then i joined the blackwoods and pigeon forge and uh the very day i moved into town i saw steve french and arthur rice and the king of mares at arthur's house just a mile down the road from where i was living gonna be living and i saw them when i was driving by with my u-haul you know and uh went around there to see if i could borrow a, tr a, a hand truck and uh so i got to see all of them and everything. And I, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if one day God moved me here to sing with the kingdom heirs, you know, yep. and that I know 2002, November, I joined the kingdom heirs and left them in April this past year, spent over 20 years with them. And now I'm with my favorite group in the whole wide world, gold. City. And uh, I'm getting to help carry on that tradition that, uh, yes of Tim Riley put out there and uh Tim buddy he's smiling from ear to ear when I walk in the door he's so happy so that's <laughs> that's, that's great oh goodness right there <laughs> that is fantastic and what a fantastic testimony and I appreciate you yes. sharing your heart and uh, and for those who uh, we're getting a lot of comments we'll get that here in just a second but that's uh mighty special and the Lord has ordered your steps brother that's for sure my very steps are ordered by God. I I couldn't have planned it this way. I'm sure y'all couldn't have planned it this way, but this is the way the Lord, the Lord has guided my very steps and my, uh, my heart and everything where he's led me. And, uh, I, along this, this journey, I've met some really great Christian guys and wonderful friends that I've traveled. And I'm still friends with them to this day. Uh, matter of fact, the whole thing with, with me going with Gold City had to do with Dennis and Andy with the Kingdom Mayors. Um, really? 
uh, Dennis Murphy and Andy Stringfield are two of my greatest friends in the whole wide world. And I love Chris and, and Lauren and Jerry Martin that was with the group and yes. different ones like that. Uh, Jacob and Arthur Rice. I love every one of those guys, but, but me and Dennis and Andy have always been pretty close. And, uh, the night that I went and filled in for gold city after the kingdom Airs came off the road and had 13 days to where they were starting at Dollywood, we were mm -hmm. going to start Dollywood last year. And uh, so we were off for 13 days and Danny had called me because I filled in for Gold City at the same concert, the Kingdom Airs and Gold City were working in Florida. I filled in for them and Chris had left, Chris West had left the group. And um, <clears throat> I filled in for them on that concert. And then I did the cruise the following week and same for the kingdom airs too so and i had no intentions no plans no ideas about leaving because the kingdom mayor's setup is so amazing i get to i used to, i used to used to i'd come home to my house and go to sleep every night you know i have a normal life but yet still do this thing we love so much and um so when we came off the road, the Kingdom Airs, uh, to get ready to go to Dollywood, Danny had called me and said, we still ain't found a bass singer. Can you fill in? We only got two dates this weekend. I said, okay, sure. Or three dates. And so I said, yeah, I said, do you mind if my son, Sean comes with me, he ain't doing nothing this weekend. He can help with PA. And, uh, so, so me and Sean jumped in his, his little car and, uh, we headed down to Gaston, Alabama. And if you know, I 59, oh yeah very well that that's like riding on the moon i mean <laughs> craters and pumps. yes well <clears throat> i got about 10 miles away from gadsden and we hit a pothole at a bridge connection to the road and it was bad and horrible well it took the passenger's wheel and turned it out broke the lower control arm mm bundle everything flatten the tire so i just slid into the ditch safely oh. and, uh, <laughs> so i called danny i said hey buddy i'm gonna be late i said we hit a pothole and it took out the front end of my car <clears throat> well uh it could be fixed pretty simple but at that time i couldn't get out and do it uh so danny put me on the phone with bruce well bruce got a roll guy with a rollback to come pick that car up and he was going to come pick me and Sean up in our clothes and everything. So they did. We got on the road and everything. We did the dates. We had a wonderful time cutting up great guys. And um, on Sunday night, I just felt the need after we got through with the Sunday night concert. We all got through loading up the bus. And, and I was sitting there. I said, hey, guys, can we pray? They said, sure, go right ahead. So I led them in prayer. I said, Lord, whatever your will is, Lord. I said, I've had a wonderful time this weekend. But whatever your will is, I want to do it. I said, because I, right now, I I don't have any desire to leave the kingdom heirs. And uh, so the next night, I knew I was going to have to stay over a couple of days because of the car situation. Mm -hmm. Well, I went out to eat with Lori Wise and Russell Wise. Lori mm -hmm. is booking, part of the booking agency that books Gold City. Um, we went out to Top of the River in Gadsden. Mm -hmm. and Sean and, and Russell and Lori and we was just sitting there and 
And Lori asked me a question. She said, uh, Jeff, tell me about all the guys in the kingdom heirs. I said, well, I said, uh, I said, all the guys are great. I said, we had some wonderful guys over the years. It's been with the group since I've been there. Um, Chris, a wonderful guy to work for, Chris French. And, uh, you know, Arthur Ice had just left the year before. Right. Or, and uh, Lawrence Craig, I said, I love every one of those guys. I said, but there's Dennis and Andy. <laughs> and I looked down at my plate, and uh, I just started crying. And uh, I said, I love those two guys so much. They're my, some of my best friends. And the more I started thinking about them, I heard a voice in the back of my, in my heart that told me, he said, you're going to miss them. Oh. And I sit there and I cried like a baby because I realized then God wanted me to go with Gold City. It was like a warm blanket came around me. Wow. And I just cried and cried. I was happy to know that the will of God was being told to me. I was happy to know that I was still going to be able to sing I was singing for my all-time favorite group, uh, but I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I was crying on the one part that God had answered my prayer, but the other side was me. I'm going to miss Dennis and Andy so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I said, Lord, you're going to have to work all this out because I have no idea the way it's going to work. So I instantly FaceTimed Danny. And by the way, Lori and Russell and Sean just come and laid their hands on me and was crying with me and everything. We had to come to Jesus meeting at a seafood restaurant. <laughs> and uh, so I, I FaceTimed Danny. I said, hey, buddy, what are you doing? He said, how's the seafood? I said, good. I said, I got something to tell you. And I told him what happened. He said, are you serious? I said, yeah, I'm going to be Gold City's new bass singer. He went, oh, my goodness. He was so happy. As soon as he got off the phone, he called his daddy. <laughs> Tim was so excited. I went by to see Tim the next morning, and uh, Tim was smiling from ear to ear. The day before I went and saw him, he was just glad to see me, you know. But when he knew that God had spoke to me what to do, then he was so excited. He was happy. and It's just been amazing what God has done with Gold City. I mean, I'm blown away um that is god is opening up doors that hadn't been open in years and god is in what we're doing and that's you can see it in people's faces you can see it at the altar you can see people's lives being changed it's amazing to me and i'm just glad to be on the board and be a part of it that's good stuff. It is, and uh, thank you for sharing that. I love, I love the, I love the background stories. <laughs> and yeah, you know, we were cutting off up off camera, and now we're just all sitting here squalling and yeah, wiping our yeah, eyes. I'm just thinking, taking you know, us down. A, yeah, we could just. Um, <laughs> and we didn't had church, and we just yeah. close up and go to the house. You know, that's right. The Lord um, showed you ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, let's do. Um, we have rolled right on here for a while. If you're, let's go through. We've got some folks we'll put up here and uh, say some howdies too. And uh, we, I know Jeff watches the Southern Gospel Forward yeah. uh, presentation that we do a good bit, and we thank him for supporting our young yes. folks. And I'm seeing a lot of our young folks on. I know Hannah Bradford is a normal watcher of Southern Gospel Forward, so she says a howdy. Hello, Hannah. And. 
This is Rachel Baines, Jason's yeah. wife, and she says good evening and co-host of the uh, Southern Gospel Forward. He's he's watching good. I appreciate that. And also maybe in the same house, but Sister Avery <laughs> is there. Um, and here, here we go. There he is. The I'm one, the only. There's one guy in gospel music, and I say he's in gospel music. He's now in radio. Yes. Hey, uh, Life FM, and uh, yep. uh, he's doing a wonderful job. I, I I told him years ago, I said, man, you ought to jump in. I said, as much as you know about gospel music, I said, you ought to jump in there and try to do radio or, or you know, I said, because you never know. I said, you know, uh, uh, the gospel grace, you know, he's not always going to be around. Little did I know that was going to be true, but but uh, right. but we still got the gospel greats, and he's right there next to the guy that does it now. So, yep, Nicholas, absolutely, buddy, you are an amazing kid, and uh, keep doing what you do, buddy. Love him to death, that's for sure. Um, I know y'all watch. We can't get everybody on, but I tried to pop up as many. Thank you, Jeff Dean, for watching for Ken yep. from Kentucky. Yeah, my buddy, Jeff. Andrew Potts, he says, this is going to be good. Yes, it's already been good. Yes. And our sponsor, Miss Julia Weeks. Georgia has put out a great bass singer for sure. I agree. Julia, thank you for your, your gift and sponsorship tonight. That was awesome, sweetie. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Now, she's a big Georgia fan too, Jason. I know you're well. Right. I'll add her to my prayer list. <laughs> and uh, in the... Oh, I think you know this guy. Sean's mm. watching. He wants to know when dinner's ready because he's starving. <laughs> so, uh, back to Sevierville, uh, he had to uh, go with my daughter. They had to go to Atlanta today, and uh, they're on their way back. Uh, they were probably about 20 minutes ago, They or an hour ago, they were in Chattanooga. So, Sean says yeah. he's hungry. What's for supper? Y'all <laughs> got my nothing tonight. And then our other young host from Southern Gospel Fort, Riley Wheeler, says that's a bass singer right there. I believe we all agree. Yeah, I joined. I kind of chime into his show every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. And we thank you for that. And uh, Megan Edgeworth is a faithful watcher. Thank you, Megan, for joining us. And y'all, sometimes the comment section gets pretty entertaining, and I can't put everything up, but y'all just go back and watch. <laughs> now, this young man uh, says, Hero. Think we know who that is, Mr. Pat Barker. Yeah, man. Man, I'm telling you, there there's not a smoother bass singer in gospel music than Pat. Pat is smooth as his silk, man. Like, he is. He absolutely he absolutely is. Got a YouTube watcher, Mr. Kirk Wilf. He says, Hey Jeff, and he loves you, brother. Yeah, Kirk, he's up in Pennsylvania. Actually, uh, my son had to fly home after the cruise. And he just happened to be on the same plane with Kirk Wolf and his family. Mm -hmm. I don't okay. know if them or what, but uh, they had the same plane ride to Charlotte, North Carolina. So Awesome. Mr. Terry Carter joining in and says, bless you, Jeff. Love you, buddy. There's not a more genuine uh, lover of the Lord and loves gospel music with a passion than Terry Carter. Terry Carter, I admire him so much. He he don't realize how much I admire him because he he helped me really get my feet on the ground in gospel music. And uh, 
I was able to travel with him for a good eight, eight and a half years, I believe, seven or eight years. And, um, but Terry, Terry Carter's group is called Port City Quartet. Mm -hmm. They have just re recently revamped. They had a couple of guys leave. You'd never guess who he's got singing with him now. Who's that? His bass singer is the same bass singer, Tim, that's been with the group. But the new tenor is Brian Ruth. The new lead singer is Dale Forbes. Okay. okay. So it's the anchorman. <laughs> that's good. That is awesome. That, that is going to be incredible. I, I told Terry, I said, I can't wait till he books Gold City and Port City together. That's going to be. <laughs> that's going to be fantastic for sure. Speaking of bass singers. Oh, yeah. Andrew and Alex, I love them boys so much. They are, they are such wonderful young men. They love this music. They love gospel music, and both of them can sing bass, and that makes me love them even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a, a heckler in the room with Mr. Scott Brand. He wants you to talk in baritone. He's got uh, way too much cut for him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's an amazing singer himself. My goodness. That's absolutely absolutely and again y'all please keep those comments coming and like i said if y'all get bored y'all go read the comments on the sbm studios page because they get pretty entertaining with folks talking back and forth so uh but yeah thank y'all so much for joining us tonight we really do appreciate it if you haven't yet one way that you can help us is clicking those share buttons if you're watching on the facebook page if you'll click share that'll get us out in front of more eyes and we'd appreciate it if you're on youtube uh, subscribes would be greatly appreciated. We're trying to build up some subscriptions, get us on the search bar. But yeah, thank you all for interacting with Jeff. We'll keep watching those comments. But Jeff, you you mentioned um, Tim when you when you told the news that you was going to be the bass singer and how he smiled and grinned. And um, I, I know through the years, I think you've had um, a lot of interaction with Tim and I may be wrong, but I think you count him as a mentor, but maybe talk a little bit about that, your relationship with Tim. Uh, he's my, uh, he's my Jedi master. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Jedi master and I'm his Padawan. I guess. There you go. But, but no, nah, he, he, uh, I never will forget the first time I met him was in, Houston, Texas, I was with the sound and, uh, I met him and Ivan at the same time. And I was, I was just in all because it's Tim Riley, Ivan Parker, Brian free and Mike LeFever, taco, you know, I'm just amazed at those guys because they put out some really good stuff over the years, you know? And, uh, so Tim, he heard me sing. He said, son, you ever heard of putting it up in your mask? You know, I said, like, <laughs> huh? And I was, I was just 18, 19 years old, you know, and, uh, or no, I was 19 actually. And so he gave me his phone number and I was able anytime we were with him, he worked with me and, uh, and I'd call him and get advice from him. And he'd just teach me tone placement and see, because, you know, Leroy Abernathy was gone by the time I was old enough to know what I, how to learn how to sing, you know? Right. So. Tim Riley worked a lot with Leroy Abernathy, which George Yance, Big Chief, and all those guys right. did. Mm -hmm. uh, even JD, you know, they all mm -hmm. worked well, on tone placement. Mm -hmm. and Tim worked with me and taught me so much. And uh, 
he's almost like my second dad. I love Tim Riley so much. Good man. But y'all pray for him. Uh, that the recent stroke strokes he had in the last uh, couple of years, it took away his ability to walk and to get around. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he can stand, but he can't walk very well. So uh, he has to use a wheelchair and uh, everything. And uh, recently, somebody got him one of those riding scooter things. Yeah. And they haven't built a ramp on the front of his house yet, but I'm sure as soon as he gets the ability and starts doing good with that, he had me sit in the seat of it for him. He said, I didn't sit in it yet. <laughs> I said, he said, you sit in it, see if your fat tail can fit in it. <laughs> so I said, yeah, man, I said, this is really nice. I said, you'll fit in this just fine. He said, shoot. He said, I'll, I'll get around to it. So, but uh, he's a great man. I love him dearly. He's like my second dad, like I said. And that sounded exactly like something Tim would say. Would say he he's an amazing man, an encourager to all young folks through the years. Was an encourager to me. And mm-hmm. I've said this before. I've got on that shelf um, when I did the audio podcast. Yeah, I've got that interview with Tim. Yeah, and then everything kind of broke down on us a little while. I have got to get that back you out. You got to get that out because that was story. a treasure. Yeah. Yep. I just sat one evening, him on the cell phone talking, and after probably an hour, hour and a half, it was amazing. That's the way it is with me and Tim. If he gets on there and he likes you, you're going to talk for a while. He'll tell you stories. <laughs> he must he'll, like me. <laughs> he'll get to talking and come up with some of the funniest things. Dan <laughs> got a lot. He says a lot of Tim, the Timisms, I guess you'd say. Yeah. I'm funny, country, hilarious. I have got one. I've I've gained a little weight. So every time I go, (laughs) you're growing in the Lord, son. (laughs) (laughs) There is a Timism that I still use from the platform at church. And that's when it looked, y'all looking like somebody licked all the red off your sucker. sucker. Yeah. That, that was a Tim. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And yeah, you know, talking about the Lord ordering your steps and just the gentlemen that you have shared the stage with and like true legends, you know, of course now the, the lineup now, gold city, we were talking about off camera. It takes me back to that. Uh, I think I've got my years about right. Like 85, uh, the 86 through like that 91, 92 era. And the sound is just really, really back into those days. And, uh, that of course the lineup y'all have got now is just solid. Um, NQC, the night first night y'all stepped on stage last, you could just feel the roof come off. And then I was telling Jason, I mean, you talked about the Kingdom Airs, but the lineup that you were in with Jerry and Arthur and Lauren and you, I would put that lineup against any quartet lineup in the history of Southern gospel music. I'm going to tell you that that was always a dream because, I mean, I'd been there for a while and. And there was two singers I always wanted to sing with. One was Jerry Martin, which became one of my dearest friends. And the other one was Lauren Harris because I loved his, his voice. Yep. And uh, when, when the whole thing happened with Steve French and he was gone and everything, um, you know, we started searching for baritones and I kept telling guys, I think we need Lauren Harris. Lauren, <laughs> right over to Elizabethan, ain't too far from here. I said, I think, uh, he would do the best job and would fill this group up, you know, and, and when, when he joined the group, 
I told the guys, I said, this right here is a dream come true. I said, Arthur's one of the best lead singers ever. And the, you got Jerry Martin, one of the best tenors ever. Lauren is just an incredible singer, whether he's singing lead or baritone. Absolutely. You know, and then, then me, and we had the band of the year, you know, so the combination of all of us was, that was a fun time. The sound of it was just unbelievable. Magical. Uh, yeah. Yes. You, you get through on stage, you go, wow. wow. Yeah. That, and you, you talk about that time and you probably won't remember this at all, but when at the time when Steve left, Jason and I made a trip down to Wilmer, Alabama, and uh, I had been talking with Arthur back and forth, and I sang a couple of songs with y'all as y'all were setting yeah. up. Kind yeah. of in a. You had to learn. Uh, I know he heard my prayer. That's it. Yep, yep. that's it. And uh, you talk about which I mean, I, I didn't have any business trying out. I'm not anywhere in the league of the ones who were in the in the running for that. But um, but what? First of all, two things. I'll never forget it because I was about to be a puddle because I'm sitting there standing. Arthur is one of my heroes and, and I love him to death and, you know, couldn't hardly concentrate on what I'm doing because I'm in the middle of Jerry Martin, Arthur Rice and, and Jeff Chapman. I'm sorry to tell you all this, but we just all of a sudden a storm has come up. Uh oh, need to go blowing over on the uh, here. The front things on the front door moving around. And, you need uh, to go. No, 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 no. It's okay. I'm okay. Just, uh, if y'all hear anything in the background, <laughs> okay. look up and you're gone. We'll know yeah. that, that you're yeah. gone. Yeah. Be safe. If you need to go duck and cover, be safe. But I'm fine for right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, standing in the midst of those, I was just absolutely in heaven. I mean, and, and, and thankfully my buddy Jason was in the back that videoed it. So I've got that video, but yeah, yeah. that was, that was a special moment. I'm going to tell you when Lauren, we tried Lauren out at First Baptist Church of Sevierville back in the choir room. Mm -hmm. and, and Dennis videoed it. And we got a video of it when he started. I know he heard my prayer. You know, and I'm like, holy cow. Yes. It didn't work out for him to begin with. Uh, right. to work John to begin with. We ended up hiring uh, Brian Alvey. Right. Uh, a lot of the guys loved his voice. He was a, he was an amazing singer, one of my favorite singers, by the way, Brian Alvey. But uh, after he left, it was a short term there. When he left, I said, we need to call Lauren. And that's when it worked out, and Lauren came in. It was just an amazing sound. It was. So, it absolutely was. And uh, I'm fixing to turn. I don't want to keep Brother Jeff too long. I'm fixing to turn you loose on some of y'all's oh, walk down memory lane. Okay. But I got to take care of a very important piece of business right now because I've got a youngin that needs a whipping. Um, Riley Wheeler. Apparently, he's he says no greater evidence that I'm the favorite host than Jeff saying that he tunes into his program. My, my program, yeah. Oh. My. Now, Jeff, we're gonna have to clean that up now. My young and getting kind of a big head. He's a big boy, but he's getting a big head there. Oh, Riley. He because he got the first name of Tim Riley's last name, he thinks he's something else. <laughs> That's right. That is right. Now, um, oh. he, he's a wonderful kid, man. Uh oh, it doesn't get any better. But I, I will say if you look in the comments, everybody jumped on him and tell him to take it down a notch now. He's getting a little yeah. bit too far out there. That's so funny. uh um, one more I'm going to throw up and 
one of our past guests on Southern Gospel Forward, Miss Katie Irwin Herodrick, says the Irwins love you, Jeff. You're the goat. The goat. Oh, that's cool. I, that's I watched cool. She was, she was on um, uh, the show last week. As far as uh, they were interviewing her and the Irwins and everything. Plus, then I saw them on the cruise. We were with them at Y Mama in Florida. Uh, they are some really cool kids. I love their sweet spirits and yes, uh, they 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 love what they're doing. As you can see, it they, it's like they were like me. You were raised to sing gospel music, and that's yes. the way that they are. I was raised the same way, and, and they're the real deal. Thanks to Brother Dennis and Miss Tiffany too. That's some precious people. Yes, they are. I've heard nothing but wonderful things about them, and uh, just being able to be with the Irwins. Yep. Time they are they are awesome they really are all right yes sir all right now jason here yes let's just let me get out of the way because <laughs> you and jeff go back a, a, a good ways back when you had like some really flaming red hair yeah it's i had riley's hair back you then. had riley's hair seriously yeah. all over i did all over yep. yeah and y'all go back a good ways i'm gonna sit back here and get me some popcorn <laughs> and just kind of let you take this wherever you want to right well, quick. well you know like you said, Jeff and I have known each other for a long time. The, the first time I ever met Jeff, um, I was running sound for McKeithen and Company, uh, formerly McKeithen's. And uh, Jeff then was with the Anchorman. And, um, you know, he was just that kind of up and coming, struggling bass singer at the time. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he comes up and he says, you know, I need some pointers, Jason. Give me some pointers. <laughs> Look where he's at today. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, Jeff and I go back, and, and so Scott's put this picture up here, and uh, that I that's a – go ahead, Jeff. I see Philip Hughes in that picture. That's the first thing I looked at. Yep, yep, I lost. Two weeks ago. Yep, sure did. Philip Philip was a great guy. And um, But we did this, uh, we did this tour uh, called Spark a Flame, and I was just telling Jeff before we came on air that um, it's been 25 years this year since we started um, and, and did that Spark of Flame tour that took us from, we started at Dollywood and we headed out west and we were gone for like 20, 28 days, yeah. something like that. Um, but one of my Jeff stories that, that I will always remember <laughs> We were singing. We were singing at an outdoor event, and I don't remember where it was at. But we were loading up. We were done, and I didn't know it at the time. I did the next morning, but not at the time. But I had reached over and grabbed a box, and had pulled it and picked it up and put it on the trailer. Mm -hmm. And apparently, I did not do that the right way. Okay because I could not get out of bed mm -mm. the next morning. Couldn't mm -mm. get out of my bunk. Mm. And, um, and so I struggled with a back problem for several weeks. Well, it had gotten better and we had stopped somewhere after another concert and, um, we were walking into the restaurant with Jeff. I think the guys knew that I had pulled my back at some point, but, all of a sudden, Jeff comes running up behind me, and he grabs me in a bear hug from behind and just jerks me up off the ground. And my back just went, I mean, it just cracked and popped all over the place. And Jeff was like, are you all right? <laughs> what was that? 
And I said, Jeff, brother, I said, you just don't know what you did. But he, all of that pressure that was on my back, he just, when he did that, it just took all that away. uh, Do you remember that? I remember that, but I'd forgotten about you hurting your back. Yeah. Oh, and we, um, I mean, we had a lot of good times. I mean, we, um, y'all spent some time in Alcatraz together. We, well, we don't want to go there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, that was kind of a neat story too, because we, we only had, we had one day to tour San Francisco okay. while we were out there. And of course, everybody, I mean, we felt like, or at least I did, that it was a, uh, probably a one and done thing sure. that I would never be back. Right. And, um, so, we decided we wanted to go to Alcatraz and I think tickets were probably what Jeff 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. Something like that to, to go to or that. So there were people getting on this um, ferry to go out there and everybody had tickets. All these people had tickets and um, the box office place had sold out. So you couldn't just walk up and buy them. So we were like, Oh gosh, what are we going to do? So we kept asking people if they wanted to sell their tickets and this and that, and nobody wanted to sell them. Well, Jeff has his bright idea. <laughs> and he said, Jason, if you're all right with this, this is what I'm going to do. So he brings out a hundred dollar bill. And he says, the first two people that'll sell me two tickets, we want to go to Alcatraz. And and I think a couple, a man and a woman came up and sold Jeff and I their Alcatraz tickets. And uh, I think we wound up, I think all of us wound up getting to go, but that's how Jeff and I were able yep. to go see Alcatraz. It was all because of, Jeff, so <laughs> well, you know, me and me and Jason are big history buffs. So yes, we we were like walking around just just think this is where uh, Al Capone was at. This right here is where Clint Eastwood probably stayed right there. You know, when he's making the movie, you know, it's right? Just, yep, I was blown away with. It. Yep, and they actually filmed uh, the movie The Rock. There, oh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So and what? never shut the place down to make these movies they work the people around the sets and everything so that's wild yep yep good stuff we, yeah. we had a lot of good times had a lot of good times sure did, sure did. went up to washington uh um i think we we did a good bit of california stuff um did, did some concerts out there at some churches had some really good services and uh, uh do you remember the uh the guy that owned all the buses in in washington yes i do you remember hearing about him and his son got in a car accident well they passed away but i did not him. i did not um but uh i cannot for the life of me remember the name it's amazing you can't think of names a lot of times but i do better a- with faces now than i do names yeah yeah i'm uh, uh people come up to me all the time and go don't you remember meeting me back in the 1989? I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I've had 40 million people, in, you know, um, I had or anything. I just, I can't remember nothing, you know, and I'm only getting older. So <laughs> and that's a big thing to me because, you know, through the years, you know, as, as fans come into the concerts, you always remember the artists, you remember the names, you went to the table, they shook your hand, you bought this CD, and then you guys get on the bus the next night and go see about three or 400 other faces, and then the next night, and the next night, and it's hard for the fan to understand that 
You know, yep. there's only a limited amount of storage space in these brains of ours, and it's just hard to pull out those names and those faces. Yep. Well, there's some people that are really serious about it. I mean, they're, they're probably some of them that they would never forget anybody's name, you know? Yeah. yeah. But there's so many people that I've met and just to, to, I mean, just to remember everybody's name is tough enough. It's hard enough for me to remember every song. <laughs> but Tim George told me, said, get out there and love on the people, love all of them. And he said, you'll remember some and you'll forget some. But he said, yeah. well, just get out there and just love the people. And that's what I've tried to do. And uh, Absolutely. Wonderful. Good. This I can't believe God's God's allowed me this opportunity, and uh, I, I'm just treasuring every day of it. And yes, sir, you you absolutely been blessed. And and you're talking about we've talked about people who touched your lives and mentored. And one thing that I watch from you, and you have shown it with our Southern Gospel Forward and our young folks, is it seems that you have a big heart now to pass that on and to encourage and mentor uh, those coming up in Southern Gospel music because. Uh, Tim, especially Tim did it for me. Uh, JD did it for me. Um, George did it for me. Uh, mm -hmm. Tracy Stuffel helped me a lot. Um, just many other Mike Bullock, uh, Joe Brown. I mean, guys like that, that have just, you know, and, and, and people, bass singers that were just so kind to me to take the few minutes when I grew up being, when, when I was a kid, it seemed like the inspirations were in South Georgia every weekend. And I grew up a Fulcum fan and know him as a friend. Now he's one of the sweetest, kindest people you ever met. Good preacher, great man of God and can still rumble the house with his voice. <laughs> and I, I treasure people like that. Uh, Gerald, uh, Gerald Williams. Credible. Oh, mercy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ed O'Neill great wonderful man i mean the people like that you don't forget them uh they're, they're special in my heart and above everybody was probably tim i mean i just thought the world of him and uh daddy did too and i never will forget here at the firehouse subs uh i went and picked tim up in pigeon forge he'd call me every time they'd come and sing you know he said hey son i need to run over to the pop <laughs> for my wife you know so uh, I'd go and I'd pick him up. I had a Trans Am at one time. I went and picked him up and he fussed about getting it in. And I can't imagine him trying to fit in my Corvette right now. So, <laughs> so it was, but he, we go get something to eat. And I said, well, son, I got to go pick up my kids, you know, from school. And uh, he said, yeah, he said, that's fine. He said, I got a while before I have to be back and get ready for sing. And um, so we, we, we went to the firehouse subs and got us some subs and, Daddy just happened to be at Food City here. I called him. I said, Daddy, what are you doing? He said, I'm at Food City. Just just getting in the truck. I said, well, come by Firehouse Subs. I said, I got a buddy of mine I want you to meet. So he came by and he said, Brother Tim, they got to talking. So <laughs> they reminded me of each other so much. But to see them there talking, I was like, wow, look at that. Look at that. Two legends in my mind, you know. Wow. So, wow. Well, and I may be stepping on your question here, but um, <clears throat> so going back to Kingdom Airs, I know, um, well, Kingdom Airs and Gold City, but so you're, you're back, Jeff, you're back on the road pretty much full time now. Um, yeah. And when you were, you did that with the Anchorman, obviously, 
and then you you were with uh, Kingdom Airs, and and I know you guys too were what two months out of the year. Um, well, y'all were on the road. Here we did two cruises, and we toured for three months. Okay. And then they just gradually getting smaller and smaller and smaller. The Kingdom Airs are only touring for a month now. So. <laughs> well, well, now These you're very and opening up earlier, so. Well, you're you're back on the road, so so how was that? How has that adjustment been going from you know pretty much at Dollywood, with, with the exception of those few months and the cruises? How's the adjustment been for you? Well, uh, it started out kind of weird. Um, I always said I wouldn't I wouldn't travel anymore until my kids were you know were out of school. Well, Sean graduated in May. And I started with them guys in April, so I missed it by, you know. So, but yeah. uh, now I had to get used to the movement of the bus and everything like that. And uh, the first official weekend, we were in Missouri, Missouri. We had to go through Memphis, and those are the worst roads ever in Memphis. And then you go through Mizzou, and I'm telling you, man, those back roads getting to where we were going for my first night was crazy i woke up the next day i was like oh i hardly didn't sleep but i had to get used to it and everything now it's fine uh, i stay up a little later than everybody else and i go to bed and i sleep a little later than everybody gets up you know so, but but i'm used to it now uh, danny every one of those guys on that bus and even see here's the cool thing i still get to travel with my son sean he is yeah. a boy of gold city uh okay down and he's also part of the uh the product he works with chris doing the product table and everything and while we're singing he's working the product table he's there an hour before the people before we come in he's there an hour before the people come in getting ready you know and starts greeting the people he's so good at it and uh, so he's full-time with gold city now so uh that makes it a lot easier you got your boy there you know but i'm telling you chris Jenkins is one of the finest people. He's such a great heart. Danny's the same way. He's got a wonderful heart. Uh, Josh is just something else. Josh Feimster, great guy. Me and him cut up together a lot. Dylan West is, I, I've never been with a group that I didn't have to worry about sound. Because Jason, you know, as I do, I, I was sound all in my mind, you know, and, yep. um, you probably learned a lot of stuff I was doing, you know, with the anchorman and, but I was a sound man my whole life pretty much. And, uh, we'd run it from stage. And, but since I've been here, I don't question it. I get up and just do it. I'm not worried about it. I mean, Dylan is an amazing sound man. Uh, Terry Wooten is the piano player. And, uh, what impresses me about Terry is his heart for for the guys he works with and people that he loves um like when there was times i would get in and we had to be in severeville for an appointment the next day so we had to drive all night or well about three and a half hours to get there and um we'd get to gadsden then we'd have to drive you know three hours home you know and uh, depending on traffic and terry would text you know, when he was thinking roughly about what time we get home, he said, you make it home, you know, call me the next day, call me and uh, ask how, if we made it okay and everything. And uh, so, and in Josh's same way, um, uh, it, it's just, 
wonderful to travel with such great guys. Our bus driver, Jesse, coolest old man you ever met. Smooth driver, <laughs> wonderful guy. Yeah, I love every one of them guys right there. That's They're cool. Good friends. That, that's neat. That's a good picture, too. It yeah. is a good picture. That was um, Train Depot in Ringgold, Georgia, or something like that. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's probably older than the Civil War, you know, and it was. They said it was haunted, but we didn't pay no attention to that. <laughs> but it's a cool look, brick background and everything. Yeah. Fantastic pictures. And while we're on the topic of current Gold City, um, again, we thank you for sharing time with us, and we want to absolutely promote all things Gold City. If you go to goldcityministries.com, that's the website address to find all things Gold City. You can find the tour schedule and keep up with where they're going to be. Uh, you can also find the store um, there to get all the products, all the music and any apparel that's for sale. And then also uh, on that same website, all of their social media presences are linked up and the booking information is on yep. there. If you would like to have Gold City come to you. YouTube is Gold City TV. We're all the time releasing never before seen never before seen videos of like the, the 80s Gold City, the 90s Gold City. 2000s gold city you know yeah the lord has allowed different faces to come into gold city and still keep the ministry going um this is definitely a new a new gold city but it gives you a glimpse of the old gold city as well as the 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 2090s and 2000s gold city this group here allows us to do the jay jonathan and mark songs it allows us to do the ivan brian and Steve and Mike songs, uh, yep. as well as the, the old back in the early eighties, you know, with, uh, with Brian and, uh, Jerry Ritchie and, uh, Ken Trussell and all them guys, you know, so all the hits they've ever done, we, we try to stick them in there and people, people say that they just, they love what we're doing, doing the old stuff as well as new stuff. We've, the only thing is we're not through with our album yet. Um, We've had several things last year that kind of interfered with it. Uh, Danny had to have foot surgery. Yeah. Um, uh, Josh was sick for a month and a half. Chris was sick. Uh, when I first came there, Bruce was there, and then Bruce left. We hired Josh. Uh, we had bus issues. Um, everybody's going through sickness, and the, the amount of dates we have on the road, we just don't have the time to get in there and finish up the album. But yeah. the cool thing is, is um, Gary Jones taco is going to finish the album for us. He's that's cool. Looking forward to that and getting back some of that old uh, pillars of faith feel, you know? Yeah. yeah. Boy, that's, that's a classic. And speaking about, you do have the current single out. If yeah. you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that is help is on the way. That's Squire Parsons song that Gold City did on the Moving Up album back, uh, that actually had Midnight Cry on it. Um, mm -hmm. But we came back with a new rendition of it, different uh, different sound to it, but it's still the old Gold City. Um, and that's, that's the only new, current new material that you can actually get. It's a download. So you can, you can get that now uh, and we're, we're, people are downloading it like crazy. So we're doing good with it. I can't wait to get the rest of the album done. You know, we're kind of, that's the way the industry's working right now. People 
people will, uh, we did this a good bit with the kingdom heirs. People will, I mean, we will record one song at a time mm-hmm. and release one song at a time. And by the time you get all the album done, you've already heard a lot of it. So you can download the whole album or buy the CD, you know, and that's the way it's going to be here. Probably sometime this year, you'll, you'll hear about the new album coming out. We're planning on new pictures and everything. I cannot wait to get in and do these songs, especially with Gary Jones. My goodness. And as a classic gold city fan, Nah, yeah. I can't wait either. I'm, I'm, I'm tickled to death. It's going to be some good stuff. Absolutely. It, Terry uh, had a, a family issue. He, when we were going to Texas a few months ago, um, one of our first dates was in San Antonio and that's where taco lives. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, so he came and filled in one night and I'm telling you, uh, we brought back, uh, let's see, uh, let me see. Uh, what Jesus did for me. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. And uh, we brought that one back. Greatest of all miracles. Yeah, greatest of all miracles, yes. yes. And it, just to hear him play on a bunch of those songs was just, he's so amazing. His stuff don't sound empty. It just, he no. creates these runs that are just beyond my thinking ability, you know, and mm-hmm. they're just good. When you watch during that era and, you know, basically there, there was error with him and then there was Jeff Hollander or Mark Fain on the bass. And basically all you had was taco and, and the bass on stage. Uh, mm-hmm. And he would play the little synthesizer up top, mm-hmm. but he had such a, I feel like it's kind of like a jazz style with the fills yeah. and the runs. And it, you did not realize that you didn't have a full band. It was just full. Y'all see my buddy. I see your buddy. That's a pretty buddy. <laughs> pretty man. He's the sweetest cat I've ever owned. He's uh he's like a he's like a, a dog almost. I mean, he just ain't a bunch of scratching going on, whining, thing like that. He just he's just just a sweet cat and uh he's not mean or hateful. I had a Siamese and she was the meanest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, those are you mean. Know? It never hurt me, but she clawed a mess out of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> My son tried his best to get her to like him, but she never did. <laughs> Love me, and that was it. But uh, he loves everybody. Going but, back uh, real quick to the uh, to the dates to the tour, um, <laughs> just put a plug in here real quick because I thought about this okay. um, earlier today. But uh, coming up for anybody that's in the the West Alabama area. Uh, coming up on uh, Saturday, March the 16th. Well, look at there. Uh, Gold City is going to be in Fayette, Alabama at 6 o'clock. Okay. Uh, we, and Fayette for us, Jeff, is about 20 minutes. So we, uh, we've we already. Huh? Who's driving? You. Uh, it's about 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're going to. Uh, we, we've already got that on our calendar. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, T, if you come and listen to us. You're gonna love it. I mean, because we 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 treat the people so. Because if it wasn't for the fans and the people, Gold City wouldn't be anybody. The Blackwoods wouldn't have been anybody. The Statesmen wouldn't have been anybody. Just That's people right. speaking. But without the people, you know. And we we love to let the Lord minister and uh, just when the Lord's just doing an awesome job, just making people enjoy it and changing people's lives. And that's what it's all about. 
You're a blessing, brother, for sure. And and we didn't mean to keep it this long. And I think Jason's got one more thing. But real quick, if I can do, we got a couple of youngins. And y'all, we had a lot of comments. Can't get them all. Thank y'all for chiming in. But a um, couple of youngins saying hello. And I like, I like to give them a shout out. They love Brother Jeff, Miss Blair White. Um, she says, howdy. And then let's, let's have this, the final question that we'll pull up from the peanut gallery. Okay. And Whitney Holcomb asked, what's your favorite song to sing with gold city? My favorite song to sing as far as my solo, I guess. Yes, sir. Same as hers under control. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, that's my favorite. Now I gotta say, oh. I'm really tickled to hear you pull back when he reached down his hand uh, for me yeah. too but yeah you can't be under control yeah. oh yeah that's a that is a classic and it was made made famous by tim you yes know, he, can, he remembers the person that wrote it lady brought a tape with it on it and said could y'all try singing this you know and he he did it and rest is history instant classic that's awesome uh so jeff i'm just curious what what would you say is would be your if you had to just pick one what would be your life verse bible verse i've always written this verse when i signed my autograph on shirts and stuff <coughs> give me a second um romans eight twenty eight. Okay. For we know that all things work together for good, but then love God and are called according to his purpose. Yes. Amen. And awesome. no matter what you're going through in life, you, if you know God's in control, what are you worried about? Amen. <laughs> Preaching I mean, to me now. Yep. What, what are you? It's, I heard Arthur used to say this uh, during his testimony with the kingdom areas. He said, so many times I would go down to the altar. I said, Lord, I'm giving all of this to you. I can't, we're not going to be able to make it. We're not going to survive. My husband's sick. My wife's sick. The kids are, you know, in sin and uh, they're doing wrong. They're into drugs and everything. And you give it to the Lord. And as soon as you can get back on your feet from the altar, you pick it up and take it back to your pew with you. If God is in control and you believe he's in control, what are you worried about? Mm. Wow. Stop worrying. Give it to him and leave it with him. He will take care of it. All things will work together for good. That's Amen. my life. Amen. That's great. Thank you, brother. Well, well, brother Jeff, I hope this has been pretty painless for you. We've been joy. You've been a blessing to us. You've, uh, Got all serious on us and pulled on my heartstrings, brother. I tell you, I appreciate you sharing your heart. You know, a lot of folks don't want to do something like this and share your heart, but I, I thank you for that transparency and what a blessing. You've been a blessing to us tonight. Thank you, guys. Jason and Scott, it's been my honor. And there was something else y'all asked of me before we started this. Yeah, Jeff, before we, uh, before we get out of here, um, would you mind – just uh giving us just a little bit of um matt foley oh goodness let me see well it's been good for everybody to be here tonight i hope you enjoyed the show you see my cat back here uh, okie dokie <laughs>
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know Jack Squat. <laughs> I, I wanted to go to a game show, not be on a game show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of these nights, you're going to have to let Matt Foley introduce Gold City from the stage. That'd be a trip. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage right now is the best band in the world. Y'all make a welcome, Gold City. <laughs> <laughs> oh brother i tell you what if there's nothing else uh for sure you are a blessing to us and that is uh that's absolute and we thank you so yeah. much for sharing your evening with us brother thank you jason and scott y'all keep doing what you're doing man this is awesome yeah uh, I, well, I love in uh these you know these little you just start out as just a little something about gospel music and it ends up blowing up and getting bigger and bigger and i <laughs> program's going to be getting bigger and bigger and it's going to do wonderful well thank you so much thank we you. appreciate you being a part of us well thank you guys for having me and uh, it's been my pleasure yes sir thank, thank you jeff I, I appreciate your friendship through the years absolutely I love you buddy i love you too and to our watchers we thank you so much for being with us and we'll get together and do it again but until next time thank you all for joining us on the southern gospel spin have a great night yeah, but...